Careful. Oh, 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 I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for anyone listening. For all the people at home, there, oh, will be minimal, there will be minimal editing, maximum family. <laughs> bring your children, bring your grandparents. <laughs> get the whole family around for peak performance with Paige. I'm, n- I'm watching you. <laughs> I'll come after you, Dan Green. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Peak Performance with Paige, my new podcast. My name is Harry Page. I'm 24 years old and I have a degree in history. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking to a very broad and diverse range of people. There aren't really topics, there aren't really any topics which are off limits. Uh, We're here to talk about food, culture, music, politics, whatever I think you, the listeners, and me will find interesting about the guest. It's about growing rapport and hopefully we'll have a lot of fun along the way. I say this isn't a politics podcast. Uh, My first guest really likes talking about politics, so this will probably make up a big chunk of the middle third of the episode. Um, And by the way, my only rules are that we're going to try not to curse. And I'll tell my guests what sort of questions will be coming up in the podcast five to ten minutes before we start recording the conversation so that we know the conversation is genuine and it comes across uh, very fluid not rehearsed hello to my first de- guest dan green hello 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 welcome for having me welcome to the podcast thank you thank you it's an honor it's nice to be here and hopefully it won't be the last time either no Let's very ex- very exciting um yes. And I'd like to thank you, by the way, um, probably a good 20 minutes before um, we started talking, I, I said, oh, yeah, uh, let's, let's start recording at um, 3 p.m. And then I was absent off, uh, off writing. So thank <laughs> you for your patience. No, it's no problem at all. Uh, yeah, like, like I said, thanks for having me. Real honour to be the first guest Woo! on the podcast. I've mm-hmm. just uh, deleted about seventeen tabs that I was uh, that I used for my writing, so that was very satisfactory to, to delete all these tabs that I no longer needed on my um, internet. Oh, if you think seventeen's loads, you should see my computer. I've got like it must be over a hundred. Oh I'd love Lord. to close at some point. One day, one day I'll be able to close them. Um. So we should just say at the top of the top of the pilot episode, um, for context, peak performance with Paige. Very sexy name. Um, we had a, there were a lot of names going around for the podcast um, before uh, we got it going. Um, in case you so, uh, tell the lovely audience why uh, why it would be peak peak performance <laughs> well you do love to say peak, peak. When <laughs> just for any occasion to happen for just um, for anything really yeah <laughs> just that is your, your catchphrase somebody said to me um our friend will said to me um that it was a good name but um it also transpired that um 
I think uh, he said it sounds like I'm just having on people who are like at the top of their professions, but um, <laughs> we're in our twenties. We'll get there. Um, but no, I, th- I think it's a good name. I like it, and I'm sure everyone else will as well. I told a few people from um, the University of Sussex Big Band that um, it's possible to imitate me in Messenger. This was at university when my I had, was really lazy and limited my diction to like 50 words that you could imitate me just by using the um the words in messenger like the auto suggested words you could form (laughs) whole sentences just using the peak oh no lord oh goodness (laughs) i'll come back with a soundboard for the next episode (laughs) that you have me on (laughs) we have said that because this is going to be a very light-hearted podcast, very jovial. But um, absolutely, I will be going into some serious topics um, about conflict and identity and stuff with um, different people. And I think you said to me when we did the blooper episode yesterday. Um, <laughs> obviously, don't you don't go peak. Oh no, goodness! <laughs> uh, when we're doing serious stuff, but oh, of course, <laughs> I think that will come across. That it's uh, it, it'll be a balance of all sorts of things on the podcast. Yeah, of course, and also just for like people listening at home. Um, yeah, so obviously we met at Sussex University because obviously we studied together and we lived together, didn't we, Harry? Unfortunately. Oh, great! Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, it was good. Yeah, it was good. We obviously met each other, and um, because I didn't know you up until you moved in, because obviously uh, someone who I, used to yeah, live with us had I, to move out. I swapped with. Um... I swapped with somebody, didn't Adam? Yeah, hi Adam, if you're listening. <laughs> oh dear. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we hadn't really met each other, and then all of a sudden became really good friends, which is nice. I'm always trying to uh, escape the escape the friendship. <laughs> Charming. Thank it's you. very good of you Thanks to come on the pilot. You're thank you. What a good. Um, I did a rally of different people that could come on um yesterday like a sort of tally of different people that are maybes or certains and quite a few of the um early get our good friend glenn he's on episode two that should be very exciting i can't um, wait to listen to that one it'll be good to hear from glenn again um but yeah so tell me um how are you how are you doing i'm good i mean lockdown is getting me down a little bit and i'm sure lots of people have been the same way mm. but yeah not not too bad we're gonna not keep that we are definitely keeping the the c word very low key we might oh, bring yeah, it up gonna the, say the word uh we, i might bring it up just towards the end of the podcast but um yeah very treacherous you're working mm. is it two two jobs or three jobs uh, sort of three-ish, two and a half, let's say, <laughs> just to, you know, make and see at the moment. Yeah. So not not too bad. But it's a case of juggling a lot of different, you know, lots of different responsibilities, I guess. Mm. Um, so it didn't snow in Brighton recently, did it? You obviously live on the south coast. Well, actually, it did a bit. It did. Oh, yeah. So I, I never left Brighton after uni. I decided to stay. Um, but we did have a little bit of snow, which was nice. Um, but nothing, nothing like 
substantial though which is unfortunate you know i saw some of the pictures you sent me from essex and you know it looks amazing but we didn't get anything like that here unfortunately rip yeah, I, um, sad. i love the snow it's such a shame i um did i tell you i got a horrible um treacherous blister when i went out walking oh no you didn't mention that oh, oh lord so, <laughs> <laughs> lord sound effects insert lord sound effects. oh lord um i went out walking with my dad um mm. and yeah really i really got ganderized i was wearing big chunky walking shoes and foolishly, I was wearing a pair of old, this is a very frugal household. I was wearing old socks and they had a hole in them. And then my foot... Everyone has a, everyone has a pair of socks with a hole in somewhere, compulsory. buried away. Yeah. And then my, my foot was like the heel of my, Achilles heel of my foot was rubbing against my shoe. Um, and this is quite a sturdy shoe. We probably walked about five, six miles. Mm. And about halfway, um, I was like, no, actually, my foot really hurts. And I took my, bearing in mind, it's like proper windy and snowy because I live with lots of fields around me. There's no like architecture to buffer the wind. Mm. And Essex got a lot of snow. So it was, it was kind of like, you know, Scandinavian. Um, I'm taking off my shoe like just standing like in the snow and my foot was all red and horrible oh god uh, that was about 10 days ago now it's healing but um for a little while oh. i was just like sitting around in my room dead not pleasant Oof. um but that was good weather actually um yeah i do love it when it snows a lot when i was a when i was a kid we had loads of snow back um sort of near watford where i used to live um in fact one time we were at um I was at secondary school and obviously mm. like this it was around like Christmas time we're having like this did you ever have this like this sort of school end of term sort of school assemblies and you have like people doing like playing either flute or whatever and no. you know your head <laughs> really you didn't have this oh well like at the end of like around Christmas time you'd have this like a special assembly of like I think it was almost I don't know if it was the whole school or like maybe a couple of years or something of like you know being like oh it's the end of the year everything's going great we're gonna make next year even better sort of thing and then you'd have like little musical pieces from like some of your classmates got mental yeah like you might have the choir there and you know all that sort of thing and then the headmaster would be like okay off with you you know have some have some fun and whatever um but yeah so we were having this and i think it was like must have been like sixth or maybe like um year 11 something like that um for international listeners that's like between 16 and 18 um but yeah, and all of a sudden, like this, it just started. You could see out these big windows that this assembly hall had of just you could just see it starting to come down, just like a, almost like a blizzard. Mm. And about halfway halfway through this assembly, like it was getting really pretty heavy, like you barely like see outside. And so the headmaster just was like, "Oh, sod it, just go home. It's getting too bad. Just go home now, because otherwise we'll get snowed in." And just all of us are sort of left in like a hurry and just got the buses that were waiting for us. I think I had to walk home that day, which wasn't that fun. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, back when I was living sort of in Hertfordshire, get plenty of Ugh. snow. 
Oh, here we go. Yeah, your hatred of Hobbiture, my hatred of Sussex. Oh, sorry, Sussex, Essex, even. Oh, that'll be Essex is a very yeah, mighty county. So you say. So you say. Well, Essex we'll is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not here. Do you know, like the people, like literally, people are being about Essex. People at parties, people would be like, "Oh, where are you?" And, you know, like. Be like Essex, yeah. <laughs> that is that's Essex for me. Yeah, I know. yeah, and you're you, from you Hampshire. So, what can you say? Stag um, horrific county. There's a, there's a stag on the flag. Good, that's nice. So, <laughs> so people like you'll ask Londoners like where they're from in London, and they'll they'll, they'll be like, oh, North, and I'll be like, oh, where in North? And they'll be like, "Oh, I'm from. Uh, do do you know the 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 stag and dog and queen and king and river and stout and mountain and forest <laughs> pub?" And I'm like, "No." And yeah. And they're like, it's "Oh, just... it's just it's just north." And then like, I'll say, "Oh, I'm from Essex." And oh. so it's better just to say you're from like East Anglia or near Ipswich, near Colchester. Yeah, London really is its sort of. London really is its own sort of ecosystem. They just sort of mm. talk to each other in their own sort of language. It's like, oh, do you know this? <laughs> They're not aliens, bro. <laughs> so, we're like, oh, oh, I'm by the pub. I'm by that pub on the left. And like, mm. well, I have no idea. If you're outside of London, you're not in the club. No. Very sad. sad. Did your school have different houses? Yes. Yeah. It's strange. Secondary um, school. Yeah, even at secondary school. I think at secondary school it was kind of weird though, because like it was so we had six classes because it was based on actual like your form. So like you'd have mm. like going up from like year seven to year eleven, you'd have like um like seven A, seven C, seven D. And it was like seven F or whatever. Yeah. It was pretty bland, F. but it wasn't, it wasn't like A B C D E. It was like you know random letters like A C D. But do they not F, have? Do the houses not have like J. names? No. So like it was just by like that that C oh, like C bureaucratic. would be like the thing. But like at um at primary school we had um uh, water, fire, air, and earth. Okay. Very very Avatar. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Everything changed from the Fire Nation attacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was in water, though, which is, yeah. But then we need like to I watch said, that, by the way. I was going to talk at the Avatar. end of the episode about like different things that we need to watch together. But that's one of the, we've only seen like five episodes together, which is a shame. Yeah. Because it's a really a good show. The, a lot on the bucket list to get through. Yeah, um, once, so once we can see each other again, we'll, well be we can just loads watch it. Um, we can do that Netflix um, shared thing. Oh yeah, of course you can. Yeah, we should do that. Uh yeah. So my houses were we were like a a sporting comprehensive school. Ooh. It was just like a school with a gym. We had. Um... <laughs> that was <fucking> <laughs> Careful. Oh oh oh! I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for anyone listening. For all the people at home, there oh, will be minimal. Friendly. There will be minimal editing. Maximum family. <laughs> bring your children. Bring your grandparents. <laughs> get the whole family around for peak performance with Paige. I'm n- I'm watching you. <laughs> I'll come after you, Dan Green. Yeah, I've been given a yellow card already. When we did the blooper yesterday, I said, uh, oh, by the way, this blooper might make it out if we ever get to if I ever get to a hundred episodes, which is quite a lofty <laughs> achievement. 
Um, oh, you can't. Yeah, you just can't stop me. I'm a one. I I'm said, a runaway oh, train. by the way, this blooper that we're recording to check that the sound quality is very good, and you know the the podcast will be good um, sound quality, mm. technical stuff. I said this blooper might go out at, with the 100th episode to be like, look how far we've come. Woo! <laughs> Please do not swear. And then you went on to say bad words so i mean <laughs> bad words bad i mean words. that's just an open invitation really isn't it but yeah, no tell but... me about your comprehensive i want to hear about your cl- your houses tell me so we had um do you know sporting people we had bobby moore moore oh wow we had uh gray thompson the nice was she like was it paralympics she was in we yeah had, yeah Baroness um tanny gray thompson radcliffe nice. wow the runner yeah. And uh Wilkinson from rugby. Amazing. That's quite a it's quite a range of people. Yeah, quite, got there. That's that's quite cool good. to be fair, isn't it? Yeah, our well, only claim to fame is we've got Anthony Joshua and that's about it. That's quite cool. But Rich, <laughs> it is pretty but like it's just them. Uh, yeah, second, that... yeah, secondary, sorry. Yeah. Oh, this is very Anthony. confusing. You had just said that they were called like seven A, seven B. Yeah, uh secondary but they were all... pretty bland. But they were also where's Anti Joshua coming? Where's he coming into it? Oh, it's just that he was like, um, like he used to study at our school. Which oh, he's like cool. alumni of your secondary school. Yeah, yeah, he is, and they sort of made a big deal about it That's sort quite of towards cool. the end. Yeah, they like had like some sort of like big uh, display of like Anthony Joshua. Right, he's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so oh. what were your houses called then? Well, I just told you my houses. Those were the houses. Oh. Bro. These aren't all right, the people sorry. coming from my. This isn't all the alumni from my, like. Oh, power. I see. I it's thought not like, like everyone your school was like this powerhouse of sport. Everyone in my <laughs> secondary school was just like absolutely ripped. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I thought. Mental. <laughs> I thought like, oh, wow, all these people. That's Shredded. why I brought him up because I thought, oh fuck, oh. Careful. <laughs> you are shocking. I know. I know. So sorry. <laughs> We're gonna have to do like a money box. Yeah, um, we're gonna have to have like a little kitty, like, have like, like a, li- hun- a swear box. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, secondary school. I might have to mm. bring some people from my secondary school onto the podcast. That could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I don't really I... know too much about people you knew at secondary, so that'd be well, interesting. Yeah. Um, but you, do you remember like Leavers Day when you were sixteen? Yes. There was such yeah. a big everyone's like, Oh, we're gonna keep in touch. Kept in touch with like virtually none of those people, which is quite yeah, uh, which is quite peak indeed. <laughs> yeah, you just end up losing touch with people. It's a shame really, but most of the time you don't really miss them that much. I hope so oh, it sounds awful, but like you just you know, you meet new people and so you just sort of move on. I mean, if I was in Hertfordshire, I would move to Alaska. So, oh, here, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was in. Now, I should say, just because I'm slandering the whole county, I went to visit my cousin, who's a paramedic. Very nice. In, um, I told you about this, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. But this was in the summer, in between lockdowns. Mm. Um, I went to see my cousin in Hatfield. You're the um, glorious capital of 
great Hertfordshire. Yes, ju- dubious town, dubious. <laughs> um, but we went to St Albans, and St Albans is very pretty. I was very impressed with St Albans. St Albans is very nice. Verulanium, as the Romans used to call it. Oh, very, nice. very nice. Yeah, very Latin. Um, Latin. He Latin. Wow. <laughs> um, I went round the. We went round the cathedral, and this lovely little old lady, she was like escorting everyone round at like social distance, and mm. telling us all this crazy history, the different parts of St Albans cathedral at different ages yeah like different centuries and you can tell yeah that they've used different types of stone mm. it's quite nerd i yeah. know it's quite nerdy but like there's different arches and stuff um and they had the early because obviously the quick history lesson england at the time was a catholic country mm. and they had all the basically icons of different saints um up on like these big thick pillars thick with two c's these big chunky pillars um all these different uh early medieval saints and then i believe henry the eighth came along very salty and he had people um is it called iconoclasm when people damage old artifacts and old things yeah i think so yeah and they had scratched off. This really took a lot of effort, like on big, chunky stone. Had scratched off all the faces of these early um, Christendom, Christendom saints. Oh. And I think English English Heritage had got funding from, like you know, from like the lottery or something, to put up these groovy. I'm not sure if I told you this bit. To put up some groovy lights. That they, that they turn on when you do a tour of St. Albans Cathedral. And they they don't emit a lot of heat, so they preserve what's surviving yeah. of the image. And that's, that's pretty smart. They Yeah, I haven't finished, bro. That's not the cool bit. They add well, no, I'm just I find that interesting on its own. Oh, they're, they're, they're not emitting the heat, bit. right? Yeah, they're like yeah. that and then they basically put the different layers like the nose and stuff back on the uh how the artist's impression of what those saints would have looked like on the wall oh, all right um and then also at the back of the cathedral this there's like a like a tomb bit underground and it had some of the body, for some reason, the rest of the body was in Cologne Cathedral. I don't really, you know, churches oh, wow. are always doing weird stuff. Yeah. Like half of the dude is in Cologne. Of, uh, not the Black Prince, one of the, one of the, like, princes from the Hundred Years' War against France. Um, yeah. And he was buried there. So that was really interesting. Um, and yeah, there was just like it was a massive history lesson, and that was really interesting. Um, yeah, it sounds cool. I mean, I've not been to St Albans Cathedral, but I have been to the Verulanium Museum, which was very nice, and that was somewhere that we should go together at some point because that's really interesting. Lots of lots of Roman history through into Ooh. all that. Yeah, um, very nice. 
Yeah, that would be nice. Um, it was mm. very, it was very sunny when we went. Um, so that was nice. But as for the rest of Hart- Hertfordshire, mm, I reserve judgment. I'll take you to Watford. We'll have a banging time in Watford. Which, weirdly, um, notice <laughs> notice for all the Alex Jones people. Oh, God. It's, oh, Lord. <laughs> Watford's like weirdly, a, isn't, was Bilderberg hosted in? Yes. And the, was it the G7 or the G20? Yeah, possibly NATO as well. Cultural hub is what Watford is. Economic financial is. hub. Financial political hub. Global the global lizard elites are all meeting up. Yeah, when they said they're gonna move Parliament North, they're gonna move it to Watford. (laughs) That's what they're gonna do. So funny actually. (laughs) There's a third. Okay, so we're not gonna I still want a bit more small talk before we dive into politics. But um, Dominic Cummings actually had oh dear. Actually, had a good point in trying to move more politics to the north of England. Yeah, I think so. That is valid. That... that is valid. And when you look at how people in the different regions of the UK, like um, I went to Nottingham a few years ago uh, for our New Year's Eve, um, and yeah, there were some really cool people there, um, and. Nottingham's not even like incredible. It's north of Birmingham, but it's not like super far north. Mm. Um, but I noticed that like the day after I was walking to the train station and through lots of housing areas, and they were a lot cheaper. And also, like people were really friendly as well. I was in the Tesco buying stuff, and near the train station, um, mm. they have trams as well, which is really nice, and like the security walked up to me and I, cause I was asking the lady at the till where the train, I didn't realize the train station was like two streets away. Okay. Just, I'm leaving the shop with my bag of shopping and it might've been a Sainsbury's actually. And the <laughs> security guy walks up to me and he's like, hello. And I turn around like, Oh Lord, he's going to try and like, he's oh, I have to empty all my shopping or something. Mm. And he goes, oh, did you want to know how to get to the train station? And I was like, yeah. He said, oh, it's just over there. And I was like, oh, if like below, obviously it's quite contentious where the south of England starts and the north of England ends. Yeah. But in some of the home counties in the south of England, like security coming up to you is a bit of a red flag. Yeah, I would have thought that he just thought you looked suspicious or something. Yeah, he would just be really nice. Um, Interesting. So, and I've heard people say, like people who go to university in Manchester, who are from the South, that it's a lot nicer, basically. It's friendly. Um, Hmm. It's interesting. I don't know if I can take that level of friendliness now. (laughs) If I want to go to shop, I just want to... I just want to get my stuff and I want to go and I don't want to have mm. any human interaction. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like, I, do you know, I've never been to Manchester. Isn't that a, a friend of mine who I'd like to have on the podcast? Um, DJs in Manchester. Um, really? okay. 
he um yeah he invited me along to a party but I couldn't do it I, I was at work that day um F F pre pre COVID work oh how exciting and um, oh what a privilege we're um, not going to mention it we're not yeah mention it's the C word the C ban the C <laughs> word um but I'm not sure if I would live there because it's not near the coast and I find it quite relaxing to just literally have the waves come in and out. I find that really therapeutic. Yeah, that's one of the things I love about Brighton being by the mm. sea. Brighton, you know, Brighton's not very big, is it? Not really, not massively. Like everything's pretty much within walking distance-ish. Like if you don't mind walking like an hour and a half to get to like well, certain parts. Famously, I when I lived in Brighton, I was actually quite fit because I ended up walking like everywhere. Oh God, did you love a walk? I, I walked <laughs> from I've walked from the beach to Farmer Campus. Mm. Uh, that took about an hour and forty minutes walking. I've walked I mean basically I walked everywhere. People would say on nights out oh, we're, we're getting some money together to catch the bus. And I'm like, I, you know, it's not even half an hour's walk. I'd rather just walk it. Um, and this is the sort of, I like, it's nice living at home, but living in a village, I'm sure you can picture it, that all the villages are like triangles and stuff. And then there's like great big green spaces where you can't really it's not viable to just like walk around. Yeah. Cause your, your village will have like five shops and then you take the train to the next village because in between is just like fields and farms and stuff and woodland. Mm. You can't, it's not as interconnected. Um, and it's really, as another really quick politics point. Um, yeah. Did you see that the government sneakily passed legislation? Was it last year? about um rambling and walking no what's okay, this so you know how england has lots of weird medieval laws yeah of course because we've reformed as a country and not had like revolutions we have like mm. lots of weird feudal laws did you ever see that thing by vice where a guy went around london and broke lots of obsolete laws <laughs> Yeah, I think I did see that, yeah. There's one where he's he's trying to sell a big fish and then he's also, like, hitting a carpet. Uh, he's dressed <laughs> up like a knight outside Parliament and the security are like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> it, I think it used to be, like, a civic offence or, like, a... I'm not sure what the word for it is. No, well, like, it um, was... like a civil rather than criminal. Yeah, exactly. It, it was, like, a civil offence. Um mm. Do you know what a civil offence is? Uh, sort of. That's normally one that you'd get like damages out of. Oh, you pay a fine like, or something. I think so. I think that's it. But listeners, you know, get in touch if we <laughs> want. I'll have people. <laughs> I'll have people from like Japan, from Osaka, Japan, like uh, commenting. <laughs> um, it makes it to like YouTube or something. They'll be in the comments like, "Oh, uh, I." They're experts in. Uh, feudal in... feudal english um countryside walking laws <laughs> um it's, got yeah. there'll be someone there'll be someone, there will be I'm somebody sure. um <laughs> it used to be basically like a minor offense 
mm. to go walking and then trespass because right. famously if you go into the uh, countryside it's not clearly um, delineated what is a public footpath or a public like common land and what is um, privately owned ah I see so it's actually it's, I felt a bit lost last week when we were walking in the snow because the paths where the were, had buried the crop and had buried like most of the public footpath mm. so you're just it will be like they'll just usually like in the summer you'll have like little green shoots little green heads of stuff like dirt in a field and then there'll be like a strip of land through it's not like a there's not a fence or like a there's not like loads of signposts there'll just be like a bit through the middle or along the side and that's where you know that that's a public footpath it's not like very adequate really and now mm. the government um obviously conservative government have made it uh, a criminal offense like uh, you're gonna go oh, to wow. court. yeah you're gonna go to court for like accidentally obviously if you're like walking into a farmer's like house or their garden don't do that but I think it's a bit ambiguous. That's walking through fields and stuff. Yeah, it's just one of those things you don't really think about that often, unless you actually live in the countryside. Live in the ends. Yeah, I'm gonna make an album about, and so it would be me. Do you know I live near? Um, this doesn't count as a crude, as my crude rule. I live near the town of Fingringhoe. Um, what? Careful. Yeah, no, no, it's, I mean, it's literally the name <laughs> of a town. And um, there's a signpost. I should really have a cover picture of me by said signpost. And I was listening to, I used to listen to Scott Mills on Radio 1. Mm. And, I like um, Scott Mills. It's good. Yeah, I haven't I haven't listened to Radio 1 in like five years. Um, somebody... Uh, like called up and they're like oh i'm calling up from fingering home and like everyone in the studio in london was laughing and i was like well <laughs> i live near fingering home yeah um, <laughs> that that sounds very radio one just like oh innuendo oh they love it um you've been to see me how did you how did you find the um the country i did i did find to see you. It, was, it was pretty good it was very nice to sort of get away from the city for a little bit. There um, were deer walking in the street. There was a pterodactyl. <laughs> it was, was very a, green. There very, was a peasant's revolt and the king, oh uh, Shrek, came along. Oh, yeah. No, was a, that, was, that was a high point. <laughs> there was a dragon. But no, um, it was very nice, very tranquil. I, you know, it's nice to sort of get away from like the hustle and bustle of like somewhere like Brighton every now and then. What breathing I, that country air. What I find is that it's very easy actually to go from the countryside to a city. I was very comfortable moving to Brighton in freshers. Mm. Um it was just busier, like it was just busy. Um but people like famously there's like a view in London of like what outside London looks but as for the yeah. UK as a whole like picturing the countryside I think people I mean it is quieter it is 
quiet. Like, you can... We don't have as many... We have, like, probably as many roads as streets. Um, yeah. Like, country lanes and stuff. Um, I live opposite a wood, as you know. It's very nice. We've, we need to properly go into the wood, though, at some point. Yeah, well, some of the wood is privately owned, but um, there oh. are other bits of boo. But there are other bits of wood which are um. Maybe okay. Maybe we can just talk here because it's like soft politics. Do you know hmm. the term NIMBY? It rings a bell, but I can't remember exactly what it means. I'm about to go off. Everyone get strapped in. Oh, it's it's a thing on Twitter. Um, there's like NIMBYs. And then, like, as of the counterculture, there's Yimbies, which I think sounds a bit gross and not as catchy. Sounds like a kid's TV show. Yeah, like a Yimby. bad, like a bad, yeah, but Yimby sounds like a bad TV show. Like you wouldn't, the mm. rubbish Channel 5 version. <laughs> um, The Fox version. Oh. Yim, welcome to Yimby. Um, <laughs> not in my backyard. These are people who. Oh, yes. Here we go. The idea is that these are like little, like, um, mutant country bumpkin people with straw hats who are like, I hate development. I hate economic prosperity and houses. No, like, the sort of people that would protest about a new Tesco being built or something. It's there's a nice equilibrium in the countryside at the moment where not everyone knows each other, and like probably since the 1980s, like people only talk to their immediate neighbors. But there's a nice order, there's like a social order, there's not lots of crime, it's peaceful. Um, all the houses look very similar, you know, the film Hot Fuzz. Yes, I love hot fuzz. That's actually really... I don't know like where they got their inside rural um, like culture uh, inspiration from, but that's really... There's a house in hot fuzz. You know there's a man who gets spoilers if you haven't... I mean, if you haven't seen hot fuzz, what are you doing? But um, <laughs> there's a guy in hot fuzz who gets murdered and he has a... Dun, 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 and he has a very big house <laughs> that blows up. Yes, yes. And like that, it turns out that the primary reason for him being murdered is just that his hu- house is ugly and big. It's not very keeping with the village's rustic aesthetic. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. This is what it means to be a NIMBY. This is I, I put it in my Twitter bio. Best believe, all the houses in the countryside look very like some of them are ugly. They all look similar to the houses around them. And there's actually a development going on uh, down the road from me near the train station. One of the problems I have is that obviously like the the ecological point um, Mm. about preserving nature. Yeah. Um, But also like the houses that they build are are absurd. There was a... I want to say there was like a waitrose in Colchester. Um, when you when you're driving into Colchester, opposite the waitrose, there is a new newish area of housing. It was probably built about mm, eight years ago. Mm. 
all the houses that were built there, I used to see it like my dad. If you drive into Colchester, you can look out the window and you can see it. Um, they build like the skeleton frame of the house first, right? Right. They would have the like the little matchstick square house, and then this is the absurd part, Dan. There'd be a little chimney, like down the spine of the house. <laughs> no way. But like a fake chimney because it wouldn't reach the ground oh, floor. A fake, a fake chimney. <laughs> yeah, a fake chimney. Have... Just for the aesthetic of like these horrible oh, suburban God. people, <laughs> slimy <laughs> suburban people who th- oh we want to move to. Do not move to Colchester. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this is not sponsored by the Colchester Tourism Board. This is... <laughs> Go away. Go to Ipswich. <laughs> um, but the houses that the council come up with, or like, I don't know, like if, some, I mean, some the council builds some housing, right? English county councils. Mm. Mm, he's not commenting because you want to, be you want to work for the council in the future so you're not <laughs> you're he is dan was Maybe. unavailable for comment <laughs> he plays the fifth amendment um these houses like with fake chimneys you're like what are you doing this is such a stupid idea it does seem a bit yeah it does seem a bit silly um it's just ugly looking at like there's nothing wrong with a tudor house like a thatched house you know like the idea is that these like contemporary houses are cheap, right? Yeah. To mass build. But famously people in the 1500s, their wealth was like four pigs. (laughs) Thatched houses, like early 1500s houses do not cost a lot of money to make and they look very pretty. They don't look artificial in their setting. Um, this is what I've been getting from all these Twitter pages I follow, which yeah. endlessly post pictures of like um, German villages with castles and stuff. But you know, like a thatched roof, though, that's got to be a massive pain to maintain. Like the slightest spark like, well, goes up, like for, anything. Obviously, the wise membership of the peak performance audience are not going to be <laughs> sitting on their the roofs of their thatched houses smoking cigarettes, bro. Like, Yeah, but like the time, you know, if you have a slight house fire, you might as well write off the whole house. At look, that I would not because... build a thatched house in Queensland, Australia. Yeah. I would not do, do not it. Want... But you could in Hampshire. That's just... The... Oh, I don't know. Right. Oh, Hampshire. Hampshire's lovely, actually. Someone overloaded sockets, you know. Like, it seems, oh, you know, dear. Sparks. Give over. Oh, God. So that was fire safety with Dan, thank you. <laughs> menacing. That might be one of the sound effects that we <laughs> you do like a proper like dictator. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> We've got that on you can stop now. We've got okay. that on record. <laughs> this has been recorded. You I'm gonna use that alongside Peak. <laughs> the poor Glenn oh, episode, he'll be talking about how he's snowed in and then I'll come up with his just have that <laughs> laugh coming draconian are you keeping time by the way because I think we started about half an hour ago I 
think so, yeah. I think about half an hour we've been going. I can't see how long we've been going for. So no, I can't I'm... see how long we've been recording, but... No, I'm going to call it 35 minutes. Yeah. So we'll wrap it up probably at okay. the end of the hour. Yeah, sure, that's fine. So we've done a lot of... We've done uh, our secondary schools. Uh, why I will end up destroying all houses built since 2000. Um, <laughs> Just you with the JCB tearing through London. Oh, Lord. No, no. <laughs> see, this is the important part, just to oh, wrap okay. up this topic of the NIMBY thing. And I think this is why people like not in my backyard as a slur. It's the idea that their perspective is like, oh, you don't want houses built where you are, but you want houses built somewhere else. Right, yeah. Right, so it's so people as being selfish. Mm. I'm consistent. I don't want houses built in rural Aberdeenshire, in, um, like, you know, if you drive, um, I don't know, to the Irish border, like Armagh. Like, I don't want, like, great big brutalist horrible looking tower blocks built there either I think if you already have a city like if you take Brighton the house, a lot of the houses aren't that high no not really we don't really have that many like tall like skyscraper type buildings go out to like parts of um, the outskirts so, I mean do you remember where we we went to buy we went to a kilo sale that was from the like the warehouse for Dirty Harry's clothing. Yes, in Brighton, that was a bargain. Actually, I got some really good clothes that day. That was pretty good. Um, those parts, like, there's not a lot going on there. You could build like very pretty housing. Brighton Seafront still has some very pretty, like, you know, that 1920s, 1930s. Have you ever seen Poirot? Of course I've seen Poirot, yeah. Classic. My mum's addicted to it and she's been like making, she's like, she binges it, so which means that I binge it if I'm the, sitting in the living room. This like 1930s, very pretty looking coastal architecture that's like art deco-y. You know, there's like nice posters. Of, um, yeah. It's like cartoony um, posters of like very, lots of yellows. And white, almost like Greek-looking, big um, buildings on the seafront. Yeah, and Brighton is very, very pretty. Especially, Brighton, you know, those Brighton. types of buildings are beautiful. Would I move back to Brighton? Go some on. people have some people have said to me, "Move back to Brighton, we can live together." I, I know, I've got a friend Jack who lives in in Brighton. Who I could probably, I mean, that would be. He's quite a session. But Don, you have to. I'm all alone down here. Someone has to come good. back. Good. Wow. So is that is that your is that your con reason for not coming back? This is here? this is how I treat my friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I put up with this. No one else comes on the podcast. <laughs> they're like, oh god. Um, oh. it's very expensive, isn't it? It's ridiculously expensive. It is. It is. That's a massive downside. Although I've been very lucky with rent where I am but like mm. I'm on the like almost on the complete outskirts of the town to get this good rent which is unfortunate 
Um, and then perversely, although you have this expensive rent, there's also a big homelessness problem, which is heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, there will just be like home. You'll just be like eating your burger with a stick in or having a pint or something. Usually, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Come right, on, Dan. Okay. Burgers. See, this about... is what lockdown has done to you. Burgers. I was about have... to eat like, like, like a branch, like, like an ice lolly, but with a burger on it. This is what people. Yeah, for oh foreign listeners, this is how people in Hertfordshire eat food. They oh bits please. of twig and dirt. Uh, <laughs> Great. Yeah. Just, they're just eating mud. <laughs> Charming. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Shout out to any Hertfordshire people listening. Yeah, don't don't listen into the podcast. I don't. I didn't want you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, so rude. People from Essex, <laughs> I summon you. Follow the podcast. Very, very highly intelligent people. Very beautiful looking people. Mm. Truly, <laughs> truly the height of, unironically, like the height of the country. Um, uh. <laughs> But yes, um, homelessness invited is terrible, and yeah, it's an awful, awful situation. Is very contrasting. Um, and there are are they public groups or closed groups on Facebook? You know, like Brighton people. I think they I think they might be sort of private. I think like you have oh, to really. You have to like be like you have to answer some criteria the, about Brighton. But closed groups are more. Don't you only hear about? private groups if someone invites you yeah i think so yeah very... this is like a secret society like the freemasons i'm spilling the beans <laughs> on the brighton society i'm pretty sure they're closed mm. groups man yeah um, i think so but like all the stuff goes on there people... everyone's everyone's, everyone's very miserable yeah everyone's miserable it's lots of people who were born in brighton i think yeah and they really hate students for some reason. Oh, do they? They love a good moan about students. They They're really, moaning about it today. Really hate. Oh, really? Because I haven't been in. I only go in the Brighton groups now for like sunset photography, that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, they're moaning about like there's so there's lots of developments of student housing going on, and they're like, oh, they're tearing down all our shops and for what to build student housing? Oh, <laughs> that's what they're like. Have you ever it's seen? Always... It's not. This isn't my like taste in film. I think it's a bit crude and not funny and sort of mm. baby boomer f- films. Um, p- possibly sexist. Have you ever seen the Carry On film? That is How did in- I know you're about to say the Carry Ons? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Set in Brighton in the sixties. You know, I don't think I have. I'm not seeing. I mean, I've seen nice. Car- everyone's seen Carry On films, but I've not seen Brighton that one in Brighton. You, I mean, it has big like smoking indoor pubs vibes, yeah. but it would do because it's the sixties. But it looks pretty. I can see why people are salty. But like, I would just put the problem down to sort of general the selfishness of the state and all kinds of you know big macro problems. It's not like um, was the NIMBYs on, on the game? No, it's, it's not just... the NIMBYs. It is because people just don't want they want they don't want the students near them. They put them somewhere else where they're you know out of sight, out of mind. Well, I. But yeah, but I mean, students just aren't the problem, though, are they? 
Yeah, but they think, think they are because they're like loud and rubbish oh, everywhere. That's Lord. what they think about all students because mm. every student is like that. The mm. students. Yeah, the um, youths. The youths. Um, hopefully for episode three, ooh, far into the ooh. future, I'll be able <laughs> to get on my friend Jacob, who was an early follower on Twitter, he has some very good stories to tell, actually. Very wholesome. Um, Another one to look out for, guys. Make sure to watch and to listen. Turn up. Yeah. Um, he's German. Oh. Oh, good and tug. And yeah. <laughs> I would be talking to him about housing probably in a bit more detail. I mean, I might talk to Glenn about housing because um, he uh, is against... Um, landlordism and i think he worked possibly with acorn before which is like the possibly unofficial um union for people with tenants yeah they do some great work down here in brighton um and yeah standing up for tenants rights but uh it'd be good to talk to jacob because i don't know if you know like the anything about the German economy I suppose this is kind of niche but they're very good for like rent controls and the state keeps an eye on on landlords basically oh really I think mm-hmm. probably do with some of that here they, they do they have um rent con- I mean, obviously like landlords get like weirdly free markety about it but um mm. there are rent controls in Berlin and Berliners are quite happy about it i think it works quite well yeah maybe we could do like i say we could probably do some of that in london or even in brighton i wouldn't be mind if anyone's hope... in brighton listening who has the power to do that <laughs> yeah no they're not gonna they're gonna leave you on scene yeah hopefully i have on i've got friends from uh different continents Ooh, very exciting that i'd like to have on um... diverse yes as i said at the top of the show right like um yeah. I'd like to have people. It's not just going to be like the south of England talking about the countryside and secondary schools show. You talk to people about like food and culture. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've said I really struggled today with a friend of mine. I messaged him and I was like, hey, I'm making a podcast. Do you want to come on the podcast? Mm. And he's called Dan. Hi, Dan. Oh. This is like Dan is Inception. Oh, it's always a different Dan. I thought yeah, you were no, it's not you, meta. Dan. I wasn't oh. talking to you. I'm not being meta and like talking to the audience about you like as if you're like not Behind there. my back. Third person. <laughs> no, different Dan, bro. Okay. Um, and he's a, he's a primary school teacher, which is interesting. I can talk to him. Yeah. I don't have any idea what the curriculum is like these days or what it's like teaching during the C word. Um, so I want to talk to him about that. And he, mm. uh, his family's from Poland originally. So um, I can talk to him about Polish culture. He's into like finding out about Slavic paganism, like pre-Christian Poland. So I wanted to talk to this dude, right. Who I'd like to have on the podcast. Great guy. Yeah. He, posts really good pictures of food and i was talking to him this morning he's not going to come on now because i'm talking about him (laughs) 
And <laughs> I said, like, come on the podcast, we'll talk about all these things. And he said, yeah, but what's it about? And I said, well, it's not about anything in particular. It's I will just have on guests on the podcast. Every guest is unique. They're all going to talk about different things, which hopefully people listening in will find it interesting. Mm. And he said, so it's just a phone call. <laughs> it's not a phone call. I don't know if it's like just a, like a masculine thing, but people are like, some people that I've messaged, they're intrigued by me doing a podcast. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah. But they don't get the idea that two people can just be talking about stuff on like obviously kind of on the record but just talking about things mm. um so yeah so that'll be fun it should be interesting um yeah i look forward to that one as well lots to look forward to i was going to talk to you um about the labor party but uh i think i might i mean basically the we haven't really talked about what I said we were going to talk about. So that's proof of the spontaneity of the conversation. That, um, yeah, exactly. I was expecting us to have this big rant about what the Labour Party needs to do to win a general <laughs> election. And uh, it looks like it's rapidly being shelved. Um, <laughs> well, next, I'll, you know, you'll, you can have me back and we'll talk about that next time. Can I squish you in just like a quick one minute? Um, answer. Yeah. The Shadow Chancellor Dodds. Yes. Already, the vast majority of listeners, like foreign or British, are going, "Who? Who is? Who is this person? No one knows who she is. She's got curly hair. She's white. She's like middle-aged. I think she's rubbish. That's I'm putting it out there. Like mm. to be the Shadow Chancellor." you have to every person in politics needs name recognition right yeah aoc cortez in america has name recognition donald trump when he ran for president people i mean yeah he was on like talk shows and wrestling and stuff but people knew who he was out of all those republican people most of them were like old men with no recognition outside of like Minnesota, people know people like to know who they're talking about. Dodds, the shadow chancellor, I think she's going to get swapped out. I think she's going to get reshuffled because if you compare people care about the economy, right? Mm. Like quite a lot. So the average person just wants to make a bit of money without shafting loads of other people. Dodds is meant to be the equivalent of Rishi Sunak, right? Yeah. He's got a cheeky smile, South Asian. He did the thing with the food. Eat out to help yeah. out. Yeah, but it's well, I mean, and look how that turned out. Um, yeah, that was bad <laughs> for the C word, but people know who he is. I don't think anyone knows. Not even talking yeah, but about like, Starmer, It's not necessarily like obviously you're not gonna get someone who's like as charismatic because you know those types of politicians are sort of few and far between um mm-hmm. i don't know i'm i'm torn on this to be honest i think on the one hand obviously you want someone with a bit more 
name recognition. But then, you know, outside of sort of the last sort of few governments, when do, how often do people really know politicians outside of, say, the current prime minister, the current chancellor, and maybe the leader of the opposition? Mm. Like, would the would the average person be able to tell you like who the shadow chancellor was under Thatcher or something? People or, knew, you know, but people know who some of the Labour Party are. Yeah, I get that, but I'm just but, I'm, for better or I'm worse, not... everyone knows who Diane Abbott is. Like, people know. Well, yeah, poor Diane Abbott. But um... but then Diane Abbott also had like a TV show and stuff. Really? Yeah, she was on this week, wasn't she, with um, Choo Choo Portillo? Was that for, the thing with for, Andrew Neil? Yeah, for listeners, I really who don't do you know. know I think. Oh yeah, go on. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, uh, Portillo was a former Conservative MP. He's a um, legend, uh, actually. Have you he seen is. travel shows? Yeah, of course I have. Very good. And the weird like outfits that he wear. He wear like a yellow shirt and red trousers. He's a very flamboyant person. He's a legend. <laughs> he is. I'll give him um, that. Um, I'm quite lucky. Yeah, that so he, obviously, yeah, that he got binned out of politics because otherwise, he wouldn't be making funny, traveling by rail shows. Yeah, although he did try to, um, he did try and take the Tory leadership, but yeah, he it's, it's lucky. It's lucky that he got binned. Yeah, otherwise, Good. you know, yeah. what would we have now? Would be terrible. <laughs> but yeah, uh, back to Dodds, like. You know, on the one hand, I can see where you're coming from, but also on the other, I think there is a little bit of, with Labour at the moment, it, I'm getting a lot of vibes of when Ian Duncan Smith was um, leader of the Tories, because he took office, I'm sure you're aware, he took office right as 9-11 was happening. Yeah, and obviously a, a lot of time ago. Well, yeah, of course. But I, I know you were like 50 there. at the time, but... Oh, like, here we go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The so, running joke that you're actually really old. Yeah, like I'm actually 107, but no. Um, Older. But uh, there are there are parallels there between what's going on with, you know, Labour at the moment and what the Conservatives are dealing with then. It will just be a question of how much can Labour really stamp their mark on you know, the situation here, especially the aftermath of what's going to come afterwards. And I think that's where Dodds might be able to come out of her shell if she is in a shell or, you know, make more of a name for herself, at least, in rebuilding the country. But, you know, time will tell. and The local elections are coming up in a couple of months, so proof will be in the pudding, I think. Mm, We shall see. Yeah, I'm sure you can have me on after the locals and we can talk about why. You've got me thinking about well. pudding now. Oh, great. <laughs> Yum. Delicious. Um, <laughs> so just to wrap it up, two things. One, are you a real person? Um, at least I think so. I think I am. <laughs> Dan, if I said I was having on, like, Jack Red or... Oh, here we go. <laughs> just because my surname's green. William Blue... You'd be like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Dan oh, Green. Gordon, Gordon so, Brown. You're called Dan Green, bro. That sounds like a made-up name. I mean, my so, surname would have, had it not been for like certain things in my family, my name would have been Buckland, Daniel Buckland. Buckland. Buckland, yeah. I think that's a downgrade, if I'm honest. I, I think Green's Buckland. better. 
That sounds you know, that sounds like one of the I might have to charge you as one of the curse words. That sounds like <laughs> I, I, Buckland. I might make oh. that into a Buckland. <laughs> um and No, I hate Buckland. Lastly, I much prefer I've, Green. I've got a silly story. I see, yeah, so I was planning on having the middle third of the chat of the pilot just being politics. That's what you're into. But yeah. it turns out that we <laughs> literally just about five ten minutes on the um on the shadow chancellor I, i'm gonna yeah, we'll just have to have me back people so all the oh well well you're gonna have to it's all the more reason to have me back isn't it really no um, <laughs> never having you back <laughs> great um, thanks yeah i've got a massive list of things that i was gonna talk about but mm. we've, i was ranting about the countryside for most of it lastly i've got to tell you about something to do with spotify spotify Ooh. <laughs> you, I told you in passing previously. This is quite embarrassing, actually. I'm I'm posting one of my L's online. Um, <laughs> that I wasn't able to see what other people were listening to. Yes, right. Yeah. I mean, you call me old, and yet you'll yeah. No, you're, this is the really, that comes with technology. This is really embarrassing. I went around somebody's house. Boy called Louis. Right. In yeah. third year of uni, we were going to like drink and watch some films. This boy says to me, "Oh, I've been uh, listening to that band you like, Mild High Club, and I really like their music." And I went, "Oh, okay, cool." And he said, "Yeah, I just saw it because you'd been listening to it." And I was like, "What? How do, how do you know what I've been listening to?" <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, I've just been. I saw it on your Spotify. I saw that you were listening to Mild High Club." indie music nice cool and mm. i was like oh, i didn't know that you could do that and he was like yeah of course you can it's like one of the main features on spotify so just <laughs> last week like and i've recently got instagram as well yeah just which i like actually you've got loads of pictures to post um where can like, people find you on insta harry k page thank you thank you yeah make, make sure to follow him plug <laughs> You're really like uh, you're really hyping the. I'll have you like holding up a big sign on motorways. <laughs> Follow Harry K Page on Instagram. Mm. Follow Peak Performance with Page. Absolutely. But yeah. Um, so you were saying so they you've managed to figure it out, have you? Or yes, indeed. I was listening to Spotify in Tab. Right. Like you open up. Oh. Like you open up a YouTube tab and you just listen to YouTube. So when I first oh, got Spotify no. in Freshers, I just looked up Spotify and then it said like log in with Facebook. So I clicked that and then I was on it and I was like, oh, cool. And I subscribed to, I started following like all the indie music, house music, garage, whatever that I listened to. And, and that was that. And I was content with that. But like, Last week, there was the bit that said, like, download download the Spotify app. And I was like, oh, yeah, go on. So I got the Spotify app, like, which presumably 100% of people on Spotify use. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> on the side, it was like, oh, Jack so-and-so is listening to this. So-and-so is listening to this band. This is amazing. And he had, like, a hallelujah moment. This is so Found cool. It. But I haven't. Uh, this is the first place I've said this because, like, I can't really, 
I couldn't really go around messaging people like, oh my god, you've been listening to you've been listening to this group. Oh no way, that's my favorite Beatles song. You've been listening to uh so and so. You've been listening to <laughs> my, my playlist because that's quite embarrassing. So Oh my god. That's the sort of person I mean, can, you're gonna I mean, follow I can on see this what podcast. You, I can see what you've been listening to. A little bit of Ella Fitzgerald, very nice. Oh yeah. Yes, with Louis Armstrong. I was um, yeah. When I was writing this chunky piece this morning, or thick piece, I was doing lots of writing this morning, and I was listening to jazz to um to get through it. So that was quite therapeutic. Very nice. Love um, that jazz. Yeah. Um. I think we'll call it there in a minute. Okay. Great. So, where can people find you on Twitter then? Nowhere. No. Really? I thought you were. Ha- yeah, Harry, well, yeah, Harry Page. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Um, um, but isn't your username 10? Oh, my it... at. My at yeah. is amazing. I only got Spotify in 2019, mm. in the spring. You know, there's that, there's a meme about how the chocolate Freddo is like really expensive. It's like a hidden inflation thing that probably since about 2009. The price of Freddo chocolate has gone up from like 10p to 80p, 90p. It's quite, it's quite the scandal. It's an absolute mate. We're going to uh, the revolutionary party that I set up from this podcast. <laughs> we're going to storm Parliament, and we're going to force the speaker to announce that uh, Freddos are now 10p again. I changed. I was coming up with like a nickname, and you know that like all the good names are taken. I, I was just mm. mucking around and I went at 10 pence Freddo and no one had taken it in the UK cash that in take mental. it to the bank mental but none of my content is about chocolate it's usually like I'm just talking about pretty churches or mosques or I'm like my hopefully my Instagram and podcast identity is more like how I see myself every day Whereas on mm. Twitter, I'm usually sort of angrily, picture like this like angry, <laughs> spotty, like 10 year old, just like <laughs> typing it. This is rubbish. So you can follow my Twitter. Like, that's cool. I'm still a small account. I'm on like a hundred and how many people follow you on Twitter? Oh, me. Oh, oh, I'm not so bad. I'm not millions. 1175. Millions. But I do, I do do the thing where I'm following more people than who follow me, which mm. sadness. But yeah, so you can follow me at Dan Green four one one four on most platforms. Not to break. Ooh. <laughs> what you? What sort? Do you have any projects that uh, you can promote? You have your uh, one. You have your blog. Yes, I do. I have a blog, thoughtsfromdan.com. So check, take, check that out. Your views will be much appreciated. Talk about politics <laughs> and lots of other interesting stuff. Um, yeah, am yeah. I right in thinking that your most viewed... This is not family-friendly content. This is potentially not <laughs> suitable for work. Oh, Your most viewed article is... like Because we were talking about this when we lived together. I thought it was a really bizarre angle to go down that the state was interested mm. in people's private lives yeah it's, that was one was, of my views it's the, it was sex isn't it your most viewed <laughs> article is about people having sex which consensual sex which 
harms the other person. It was at the time. It's not anymore. Oh, what is it now? Um, it's like I did a blog about um, who's running for mayor of London, and that's just really taken off. Oh, really? I think, because of, I think it's because I mentioned one particular candidate, and I think that might be driving a lot of the traffic to it. Who should he come? Uh, no, there's this random uh, crazy guy called Brian Rose. Sorry, Brian, if you're listening. Uh, who doesn't, Brian is uh, listening. He's actually a really good family friend. He's sort of very anti-lockdown, anti-C-word sort of thing, restrictions. And I think that I obviously he's running or supposedly running. He's going he's to have um, you assassinated. And I, that, and I think that might have driven a lot of traffic. Like I've already had 1,300 views of that article alone this year. Wow, because, go on. Yeah. But yeah, if you're looking for the latest politics stuff, look at that. I've got a couple of articles I'm hoping to publish soon. So keep an eye on my Twitter. I'm going to be talking about that soon wow exciting um, <laughs> thanks that wasn't meant to sound there. sarcastic that was meant to sound genuine wow that's really wow. interesting <laughs> wow great blog dan <laughs> oh brilliant it pulled out the back again <laughs> um so i don't know how long that was but hopefully i'll try and standardize all the talks to 60 minutes um have to keep a better uh, count of the time for uh, the Glenn episode, episode two, mm. which should be coming yeah. out before the first of March, twenty twenty one. Wow, exciting. exciting! Episode one down. Well done. Oh, Harry. turn up. See you there. Take care. Bye. Ooh. <laughs>